the photography I'm seeing with all the apps, yeah, there's some cool things out there, but you know what? The professional photographers have all that too, plus more. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. We've got a great show on the way for you today. We're going to be talking about some top real estate news headlines, including some of the top searches that people are going to Google for related to real estate and what can we learn about some of those searches people are typing into their computers and their phones. Also, is the the end of real estate photography as we know it on the horizon? We'll get Colleen's opinion on that and so much more on the agenda today. But before we dive into it all, let's bring in the star of the show, Colleen. How are you? Hey, Walter. Thank you for such a fabulous introduction. I am great. I am enjoying going back and forth between our new Lincoln City office and our Salem hub. And uh, our one of our best agents on our team, Tara Fair, just had her baby this past week. And so we've all, right. all been very excited anticipating uh, baby Lincoln into the world. And so the night before baby Lincoln was born, she asked me to accompany her on a listing appointment because she felt that the seller might want to know that there's somebody else watching things since she looks like she's about to have a baby. And she managed to uh, have contractions through our whole one and a half hour listing appointment. And I didn't even know she was having them. So after we politely left the appointment, listed the house, she's like, I think I'm going to drive myself to the hospital now. I said, okay, wow. you do that. <laughs> How about that? But uh, but all's well. All is well. Baby is here. And we're very excited. So very cool. Yeah, that's the news on my team. How about you? That's How have you great. been? Yeah, life is good. Uh, everything is uh, great on on this side of things as well. Nothing quite as exciting as that, though. I mean, that's. That's pretty cool stuff right there. And uh, glad that you are doing well and that your team's great. And looking forward again to our show today because we have indeed a lot to cover. Before we dive into all the nitty and gritty of everything, I'm curious, Colleen, what's up in the local real estate market? I know that you are staying busy and finding any excuse that you can to probably slide out to the Lincoln City office. But (laughs) what are things looking like locally right now? Yeah. So how about those interest rates? (laughs) They're just so low. They're like giving money away right now. We had a buyer lock in at one point nine nine. What? Through oh my goodness! Keller Mortgage, Keller Mortgage is uh, through Keller Williams, and it is a fabulous opportunity for our buyers to save. On average, they're saving about fifty two hundred dollars per transaction. So. Uh, if you think about that, that could be your closing costs right there. So just a phenomenal program that we're offering and phenomenal low rates right now. Um, to speak to the market a little bit, home prices, uh, you know, I know it's in the media right now, the national news, national average year over year up 5% right now, okay? Home values are up on a national average 5%. In the greater Salem area, they're up 7.4%. So definitely above national average and definitely a good report to say a good stat to share with you is that home prices between July of 2019 and July of 2020 are up 7.4%. So what is the bad news? Well, we uh we have an expectation that over the next year that number of increase will decrease. And I don't mean we're going to lose value, it's just not going to increase by that amount. It's probably going to be 
several points less, maybe only two to two and a half on a national average. We won't see that result or that extreme here in the Pacific Northwest just because of where we're at here, what you hear on the news and mainstream, it's not as extreme here locally. The expectation of that comes from possible foreclosures in our future. And they say that we borrowed our buyer inventory from the future. So when they say we borrowed our buyer inventory from the future, that's saying, hey, the buyers that might have been ready in six months, they're buying a house right now. Oh, okay. I was doing a double take. I was like, wait, what? The, yeah. You, you invented time travel. Keller yeah. Williams really is ahead of the times on <laughs> technology, technology. forward, I tell you. <laughs> well, when I look at the forecast for the real estate market, that's that's something that they're sharing with us, that we possibly have borrowed our buyer inventory from the future. So those buyers have already bought a home. What that means for sellers right now, if you know anyone thinking of selling their house, our inventory is dangerously low. We need homes to sell. Our inventory is down 50% over this time last year. And inventory meaning that homes that are on the market and available to purchase. So for all of you that maybe I've met with in the past or you've met with your real estate agent and you said, hey, we're thinking of selling. We're going to give it a year, two years. We're thinking of moving when we retire, whatnot. We're doing some repairs. Maybe the thought process has to change on that conversation because if you want to maximize your profit and ease the sale process, there's no better time than now. Well, that's fantastic to hear. Now is certainly a great time. Buy or sell. You really do have some advantages on either side with everything that's kind of, you know, the way it's all lined up right now yes. um, with the low mortgage rates, but also with, uh, you know, low inventory. Sellers who are selling are it's working out well for them. So great report, Colleen. Good to hear that things are moving and shaking and happening. And if you are thinking about selling your home in the near future and want to take advantage of the opportunities that are out there, text the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, listing. Put that in the message and send it to the number 77222, and you can find out the potential value of your home if you were to sell it in today's market. And it keeps you updated on that value as it changes over time as well, which is a pretty useful tool. Again, text the word listing to the number 77222 if you want to find out your home's value. Well, Colleen, let's take a look at some headlines from across the country, see if they make sense to buyers and sellers locally. Some interesting takeaways here. First of all, search terms. There was a whole article in CNBC about this where they researched some of the top recent real estate related Google search trends. And the findings were pretty interesting. Uh, here's the top three for you. Refinance home calculator <laughs> was, uh, was the first one up 4,000% recently. How low will mortgage rates go? was up 400% in just one week. And then can you use your 401k to buy a house up 2,800%? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, some interesting uh, results in that top three mortgages on the top of people's minds, no doubt about it. Yeah, consumer curiosity, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 4,000% increase mm -hmm. of people looking into refinance home calculators online. What's your take for uh, people who are looking at those kinds of uh, those searches? If Is, you have a mortgage, you should be researching your refinancing options. I mean, that's just a fact. It, it doesn't matter if, well, it might matter depending on your loan, but even if you've only owned your home a year or less, call me or call your lender and see what your options are. Because there's equity built, like I was just saying, 
your home value is up 7% over last year and your interest rate opportunity is down. So take advantage of this while it's here. Absolutely. If you want to get in touch with Colleen to talk about mortgages and those kinds of things, 503-830-9467 is the number to call or text. 503-830-9467. I'm curious why the can you use your 401k to buy a house has seen such an increase in searches. That seems like a bit of a riskier thing to do and, and also very specific for that to be a search term. That's all Except that maybe up. people that don't have the cash for a down payment want to pull it from their 401k and take advantage of the low rates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just be careful. Don't rob your future necessarily. Right. You know, be careful on something like that. Uh, first time home buyer interest also saw some increased search term relations. Obviously, I think some first time home buyers would be interested in learning about mortgage rates as well. But other popular recent searches have been the process of buying a house minimum credit score to buy a house. Both of those have seen big increases recently. It seems like we're getting some first-time home buyers looking to capitalize on the market. Yay, I love that. We need, uh, you know, we need these young people buying homes for sure. Yeah, more that we can add into the uh, into the equation would be better and it's great that the interest rates might be able to pull some first-time home buyers in and give them an opportunity that they might not have otherwise had. Kind of funny here, Colleen, some other search-related results that, again, these are all things that are higher than their normal search rates, were foreclosures and fixer-uppers, people maybe looking for good deals out there right now. And then the word suburbs has also increased quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. What do you think of uh, those top search trends? And in in the local area, what do you think would be the top so search trends? So in, in our local area, so I get quite a few referrals from real estate agents in the Portland market who have clients that are selling in Portland and moving south to, to the Salem area. And for all you Salem residents, I'm sorry to report this, but we're getting an influx of people into our area And same with Lincoln City. People are, like we've talked about before, people are realizing they can work remotely. And so location isn't as crucial to their work as it used to be. And so we are definitely seeing, that's why when you say they're Googling suburbs, yeah, absolutely. Now, speaking to the foreclosure and fixer-uppers, I did hear something that we're going to see quite a few fixer-upper opportunities. And, you know, just to speak quickly on the foreclosure, it it is coming. There's delinquency rates on people that are 30-plus days late on their mortgages are definitely up, up a huge spike in delinquencies. So we don't know what that'll bring in the future, but it is here. So I can see why people are, are doing searches for that. So what did you ask me? What do I think? Yeah, do you th- I mean, w- would those be the same top searches in your area, you think, in the greater Salem area? Are there any other search terms that you would predict were up if well, we had the ability to go check? Well, hopefully it's Salem, Oregon Home Search, <laughs> since that's my <laughs> website. And, there you go. And Oregon Coast Home Search, which is also my website. So try searching those. <laughs> Oh, perfect. I'm going to go do it right now. Excellent. So we can try and boost those search numbers a little bit, get that up into the uh, yeah. higher rankings. Fantastic. Well, your talk about uh, foreclosures is certainly interesting and people's interest in that because there was another article this week where an economist with First American suggested a counter viewpoint uh, from what a lot of people are predicting may happen with increased foreclosures. And she said that, you know what, we really shouldn't worry too much 
about a rise in foreclosures due to the coronavirus, at least not to 2008 levels. And the reasoning behind it is that, yes, we are going to see some increased delinquencies and people who don't have jobs are going to struggle to pay for their homes. But we aren't pairing it this time around with declining home values. We're seeing home values stable or even increasing in certain markets. Therefore, homeowners are going to have more options to avoid foreclosure than they did back then. Basically, back then, nobody could even sell their house because they owed so much money on it and were underwater. Now you can sell your home and or take money out of your home, I think was another thought process that she had where you can maybe tap into some equity so that you don't have to foreclose on the home. Do you kind of agree with that thought process? Yeah, absolutely. It seems like it's a I mean, problem, remember, but. remember in 2008 and everyone refinanced and uh, were pulling more than the value of their home, like 20% above value. And then all the banks fell out. There was no regulation on it. And that's when the housing market tanked and we had all those foreclosures. We have those regulations in place. People have equity in their homes. They are not going to have to foreclose on a property that they owe more than the home is worth. We're going to see far less of that. So before you are late on a mortgage payment, please call your lender or call me and let's have a conversation about possibly getting you into a refinance. Refinance can buy you a little time and also give you some cash in pocket without maximizing the equity in your home. So that's just a fantastic option. I definitely think we, as we, you know, we're seeing a spike in delinquencies and you're probably gonna hear all about it on the news in the next three months. But in this part of the world, we just aren't seeing it on the scale that you might hear about it on the news. Does that make sense? Yeah, certain areas may be hit. It won't be as nationwide of a problem, or it'll be more scattered, perhaps. And yeah, well, it, it's it sounds to me like just people have a f- yes, it's a problem, but people have a few more backdoor options to avoid the end result of foreclosure. The problems are similar, but there's some backdoor options that can get people out of it this time around. Maybe yes, exactly. Cities okay. with the highest delinquencies. I did Google this: Miami, New York, Vegas, Houston, Chicago. So okay. Yeah. Um, We're just the West Coast isn't really seeing it as much. You know, we will see future foreclosures, which might open some opportunities for investor buyers out there and you flippers. But um, I don't think we're going to see a major foreclosure downturn, downtick in the market. That's a great point. Interesting to think about the different directions that that can go in. That's for sure. All right. One other headline that I saw, Colleen, I thought I would bring up to you. Is it the end of real estate photography as we know it? So this article came from Inman, and it was exploring the idea of the real estate photographer profession kind of going away or at least undergoing massive changes and becoming less and less important due to technology advancements in the world of mobile photo shooting and editing. And uh, it, it kind of talked about how a lot of agents are doing photos themselves now and just using some fancy tech to make the shots look, you know, as good as possible on their own rather than hiring a professional. I'm curious, do you see a benefit in some of these snazzy apps or do you still prefer that professional touch? I always hire a professional. I just feel like it's not it's not my lane. I am not a photographer no one on my team is a photographer. They are real estate salespeople. And our job is to sell homes and market them to their fullest potential. The photography I'm seeing with all the apps, yeah, there's some cool things out there. But you know what? The professional photographers have all that too, plus more. And they know what they're doing. So I'm a full believer. I do drone photography on all of my coastal properties and some of my valley properties as well if it's depending you know if it's a farm or something I'll do a drone on it 
and I hire a professional photographer that's using some really cool technology like Matterport and the 3D tours. And then I, you know, I know some agents that buy those, those expensive cameras and they do their own 3D tours. So, you know, to each his own. But for me and my team, I pride myself. One of our value propositions to our sellers is our photography because it is absolutely incredible using all the high technology that you're seeing out there and the drone video as well. It's so you're all about the technology and embracing the change there, but still relying on the professionals to help execute and, oh, and yeah. not so much trying to. So you're not trying to use technology to cut corners necessarily on making your job easier. You're just trying to use technology to provide a better experience for your clients and potential buyers and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. The 3D matter, what is it called? Matterport. It gives you a walkthrough. You've probably seen it on like HGTV or something where you actually are walking through the rooms and then it comes down over the top and it lifts the roof so you can see the floor plan and the dimensions of the floor plan. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.